So here, here's a question that I was thinking of. No. La- a few weeks ago. No, you'll like this question. Okay. No questions. Okay. Everyone asks me questions now. What? Yes, but I love you, and there's a difference here. Come on. That is true. Okay. What? At what age did you first recognize that you were overjoyed by trivial things like something being on sale, like meat? I don't think I ever get overjoyed over trivial things. Like that? You mean like something's on sale like meat? Yeah, yeah, no, just like any, just not even something trivial like oh. that. You're like, oh my goodness, my sock drawer is arranged perfectly and I don't, I want to take a picture of it. Like, you know, just just like stuff like that. I, I've just been noticing I, a lot lately that I'm like. Do you need me to have an answer? Is this related? Because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do Come you on. need to know that you're not alone? Um, well, no, I mean, if I am alone, that's fine. I got my diagnosis, I, by the way. I'll this tell is, you yeah, he got he got his diagnosis. <laughs> um, that's related to a perfectly sorted sock drawer that you want to take a picture of. Um, no, I've never cared about shit like that. <laughs> I, you know what it is? As I've gotten older, I've noticed that I don't get excited necessarily, but I appreciate things kind of like that more as an adult than I ever and I mean like an adult adult like an older person not a 20 year old because I don't remember ever seeing something on sale at the Safeway and go oh look at that I need to buy nine of these (laughs) nine sticks of deodorant that's all the deodorant I'll need for for the next two years (laughs) exactly it's not like I you know I'll see something and I'll go geez that's really cheap or something like that where before it would just pass right by when I was 20 because I didn't give a shit. But then again, I've always been frugal because uh, I moved out of the house when I was 18 and I never moved back home. And there were lean years. <laughs> there were like super, <laughs> super lean years where I wasn't making a whole lot of money. And even though it was still cheap to live in San Francisco, you You'll never see that again. <laughs> you learn to squeeze a penny until it screamed. And so I was already kind of frugal when it came to spending money on food for example for example never buy anything that's in the center of the shelf at a at a supermarket or grocery store because that's all and the reason shit, isn't it it's the most expensive stuff yeah eye level eye level eye level stuff is usually more expensive than the stuff that is stacked down below or up high because people are less inclined to reach for it, they'll they'll. It's based on uh, customer laziness. You wanna you wanna you know, know how I? Uh, I'm sorry, keep going. Yeah, no, I, no, I love it when general. you go off on these tangents about shit that I've never never really thought about before. But you just know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, the whole grocery store. There's a whole science behind the grocery store to get you to purchase things. It's the reason why they wax and shine apples, right? Mm-hmm. It's not to protect the apples from bugs or anything like that. It's when you look at something that's shiny and red, you go, oh boy, oh boy, that looks good. Somewhere deep in your hind brain, there's a monkey banging on. I, on I your may be hunk. the worst monkey ever because I've never, <laughs> like, I've never lit. I uh, supposedly, maybe, maybe in the near future, Jason, after the economy mm-hmm. collapses and I need sure. apples, I'm going to eat crab apples or whatever. I'm going to gather baskets of them and be like, everybody, uh, we can make, we can make apple soup or something. <laughs> but soup. I've never looked at a, re- a, I've never looked at an apple and been like, I need that. Mm-hmm. I've never been. My wife is very hung up on name brands, and one of the biggest things that happened when we got married and we were living together was that she always told, said, "I know the difference between a name brand and something that's generic." Because usually I will go straight before before stores had their own brands on stuff. There was a thing called generic, and it was packaged out in California at any rate in yellow, and it would just say on the in big bold lettering. Corn soup. <laughs> Apple soup. <laughs> it wasn't like Cap Campbell's homemade um, luscious corn soup. Well, even it was s- just corn soup. I- I'm incredibly cheap. I think I've always mm-hmm. been incredibly cheap, and I, I learned that from my dad. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, but there are some things, there are some limits. I, I, there are some limits that I have. Like he will buy furniture that does not match throughout the entire friggin' house, uh, which is which is okay if you just don't care. But when right. I once I, you know, I, I've I've lived obviously I've lived on my own and moved back home a bunch of times because obviously the economy or whatever sucks. And uh, mm-hmm. when whenever I go home, it's just concert. It's just 
disconcerting to the eyes, like how he'll have a coffee table that is like a light brown cherry and and sure. two two uh, nightstand tables on their nightstand tables, not not tape not side tables that go beside the couch that are mm-hmm. dark brown walnut, and they just don't that the handles don't match, none of it matches. Um, so I, when I when I buy a set of couches, I want the set of couches to at least be the same shape. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Um, yeah. But I mean, it's just like he he bought it. He bought a desk for me, one desk from uh, when I was when I went back to college. He's like, here, and he had a desk. So I and he bought this desk, and I it's the one that I'm actually using right now, and it's lasted for years. And I was like, well, where'd you get this? He got this at the, at like a salvage place in Worcester that has just a, a warehouse full of you know shit. So you're like, I just want to, I just need a you know a, a cart tray table to put my drinks and stuff on you know, my, or my alcohol, or I need a curio cabinet or something like that. Um, one time we bought a desk for Eric and I had to disassemble it at the store and then put it back together back in, inside the house. It was one of those desks, a work desks from like the, I'm going to say mid eighties. It, it was mostly, it was mostly like heavy, bulky. It was never meant to be moved out of the office. And, um, mm-hmm. it literally fell apart on contact the moment we brought it into the house. Like there's, there's like a limit to, to how cheap I will go. And I think that that was it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like if I buy furniture, I need to, I need to, or something like that. I need to make sure it's, it's real good. That's real good. But I, I mean, so I've I've literally constructed my entire diet around I, I you know being as cheap as possible yet getting the most amount of protein and the minimum amount of carbohydrates I need because carbohydrates tends to add to the amount that you spend I think because that's snacks that's where all the snacks are no carbohydrates are in almost everything I mean that's what I'm you saying can get your carbs from from potatoes and yeah carbs do tend to be snacky chippy. Crackery, corny, you know, appley, corny, <laughs> bready corn soup, um, corn, and, I mean, corn and not... apples. <laughs> now you want to try uh, it? Uh, no, I don't. Cream that corn soup. So gross. <laughs> Cream corn soup now with crab apples. <laughs> uh. <laughs> My insane grandfather used to make a cran a- cran apple corn soup. <laughs> Straight from the Depression. He, he died <laughs> arguing with a running train. What? I'm going to train. <laughs> no, yeah, so I, I just, I don't know. I was just thinking the other day about how awesome it was that I was able to buy beef that was only only a couple of days from <laughs> expiring. So if I was froze it, a manager it right special? then. It, yeah, yeah, if I froze it right then, it was good for a month. <laughs> At the most, at the most, um, I will get excited if I'm going through the meat section and I see what is normally a very high-priced cut of beef, and I'll go, oh, that's cheap. We're going to get that and have that for dinner tonight. But that's the level of my excitement, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't feel like I've discovered gold or, you know, or that it's something out of the ordinary, because usually if I'm really paying attention... I'm asking if you feel old, Jason. That's what I'm asking. It's it's really underneath it all. That's what I'm asking. Do I feel old? Yeah. I'll answer that after the music. (laughs) Okay. Yes, I feel old. Are you happy now? Are you happy? Here, let me describe the last few weeks for you, okay? Okay, sure. All right, you ready? You ready? I'll tell you. Buckaroo? I'll tell you my, mine too. Well, it's more for the benefit of my, the listeners. And what? My back. My back went out. Okay. My back went out. It hurt. So when you say As that, my what back do you mean? Started because, to get better. Because when I say my, my back, back went, went out, out, the muscles in my lower back would seize any time I moved. Okay. So getting up All was right. a pain. Sitting down was a pain. Sitting was a pain. The only time I wasn't in pain is when I was walking around, usually. But if I turned wrong, got out of the car wrong, sneezed wrong, the 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 muscles in my back would seize and it would hurt. Right. As that was going away, my knee started to hurt. So I traded in my back pain for my knee pain. And so now I was walking around with this with this hurt knee trying to get around going into the office doing whatever i wanted to do sitting in a car i it took it took me a minute to get out of the car because i'd have to brace myself and get up on my one good leg so that i could walk around because my knee was hurting me as my knee pain went away my back pain came back and then 
And then all of a sudden, somehow, I don't know how, I pulled all the muscles in my right thigh. And so now I'm walking around like the oldest man on the face of the fucking earth. And now <laughs> that pain sound, is going away. You sound like I our don't... description of uh, Gloria. <laughs> You're a uh-huh. steampunk machine. So yeah, I, yeah, see yeah. You, I picture you clunkety, 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 like having to use the weight of your shoulder to throw your right knee out. And then and then using your back to straighten out the left leg. <laughs> there, keep going. How does it? No, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I'm, everything's man. starting to even out now, and I feel okay. Except now I'm starting to get a migraine. I'm sorry. Am I giving you a migraine? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you're not giving me a migraine, <laughs> you big baby. So, but I why spent... are you asking me if I feel old? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just I. I you're just... assuming I'm one of those old people who are like, oh boy, creamed spam. Five for a dollar, and I just kind of ask a clerk to put all of them in my cart, and I go, <laughs> and then you just These you go gonna... into the parking lot and you start scooping out the whole spam as, a, as one unit. <laughs> I just I open them and I just slurp them onto onto windshields. That'll show you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm naughty. I'm angry at nobody in particular. <laughs> Your own windshield. My own. My uh, yeah. Why not? I just empty them all and just sit in them because I like the feeling of. Well, it. I, I refinanced my car loan uh, a few weeks ago. Good for you. Right? Uh, yes, but I, so both loans are still on my credit report, and they were like, "Oh, you took out more money. Guess what? We're gonna lower your credit score." And I was like, "Hey, h- how about eliminating the money from the o- old loan?" And they're like, "No, it's gonna stay there for a little while, and then it will be deleted." I'm like, "Can I have my credit points back?" No, no, you can't. <laughs> no, but I was excited because I did that, and I consolidated all of my college loans and thirty years of easy, easy payments. <laughs> <laughs> and I was excited because I was like, "This is good." Because once I once once we go for the the house loan again, it's gonna show it's gonna show that we have a lower debt to income ratio, and that my credit score will go up. And I I'm like, "This is old people shit." This is old. Yeah, guess what? I'm 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 Jason. Shut up! I'm a twenty. You're I'm twenty. You're, you know, you're not. You're ten years away from not being able to get a thirty year loan <sighs> because you are probably dead. <laughs> it's hard to get a 30-year loan when you're past your 50s. You can do it, but the likelihood that you're going to be up and around and able to pay, let's say you are alive and able to pay, that's too risky for most loan companies. Yeah, so I've been thinking about death a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Thanks. No, Why? I'm just like, well, this is just about half over. It's not. Yes, you it, don't know that. Well, no. I mean, I could live to eighty-five, but I regularly take care of eighty-five. I meant, I meant the other way. You could have been half over it at at you know nineteen, and you just don't. You sh- no you one knows when they're actually mouth. half half what over. What I'm saying is, you could have been any, half over at twenty-five. Yeah, barring any unforeseen circumstances. Uh, sure. And and the fact that I've quit smoking, and the fact that I've sure. I've taken care of my body since. 29 hopefully I mean, and mm-hmm. I, except for the except for the chocolate covered butter and the, and the smoking <laughs> except when you would melt peanut butter <laughs> butter and chocolate to put on ice cream <laughs> while smoking <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to put it on <laughs> apple cream corn soup <laughs> be, I made a- apple cream corn soup with Oh, Jason. Yes. I'm going to stir the caramel in now. No, no. And, um, and I've just been thinking, like, I, I, I got to get some of the things done that I wanted to get done before I leave. Before you leave, you're 40 fucking years old. Right, right. And I, I, it's just these years or these, just these past few years. Jason, I met you at the blink of an eye ago, but that was almost 10 years ago. Ooh, sorry. It, it gets faster. Shut up. As your no. as your pineal gland starts to calcify, your perception of time changes, and it just gets faster and faster. And how do you how do you stop that faster. from happening? You can't. Why you can't. why is my pineal gland calcifying? I don't know why it does that. It's mean. Boy, you it's tell a mean them trick. Your telomeres get shorter. You. Boy, am I glad uh-huh. that I sent my DNA off to be sequenced because I could use that same full sequence to save me in some other circumstance thankfully they sure. kept it 
I, I did it at 35. Or you can just so, I mean, harvest some stem cells. I, I mean, but they would be stem cells that are still copied, copied from pretty recent. That whole seven-year mm. cell thing is actually a complete and utter nonsense. You know that, right? What's that? That that uh, every cell in your body is replaced every seven years. That's not actually true. Like there's yeah, there's no. quite a few different systems that re- replace much more quickly and much more slowly. Um, but uh, I mean, I would ra- I would prefer they go to the sequence from you know when I was thirty <laughs> thirty four than the one now. You know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I want to be uploaded into the cloud. Boomers Jason. wanted to live longer, and they invested heavily in life extension. Yeah, and they now heavily. they're living to a hundred, and they're like, "Fuck this shit! Everything hurts." <laughs> <laughs> well, those aren't actually. If they're a hundred now, they wouldn't be boomers. But either way, no, they wouldn't. No, but still, I mean, they they invested so they could. Now they're watching their parents, and they're coming in. They're like, they're like, how come they can't just muscle up and walk the fuck out of here? And I'm like, they're old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're old. They're like old. they're really. Old. There's no muscling up anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's no muscling up anyway. I mean, not if uh, you know if, if if they took really good care of themselves most of their or most of their lives right up until they broke their hip. Guess what? Yeah, maybe. Some of them, it doesn't matter if they took care of themselves or not. They just live. They just keep living. Mm. You keep hearing all these old women who hit four a hundred and they say, "I drink five packs of." of beer every day and I eat a steak and then I get in a fist fight. That's how I that's my key to longevity. <laughs> and there was I think I remember reading an an interview with a guy uh he's probably dead now but he was 107 years old and they were like what did you eat and he was like I eat fat I bread soaked fat back and, and <laughs> um I, or he uses the, the 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 grease from fat back and he eats it with bread. <laughs> And he doesn't have any teeth anymore, and he just and he drinks nope. a quart of whiskey every day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "This, I just keep on going." I just, I'm trying to die, and nothing is working. <laughs> My great grandfather died of a heart attack at 95, riding a bicycle while while hold, while with a bag of liquor slung over his bicycle handle like a child. He died. Of, he just dropped that- dead. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, he wasn't the greatest of people, but um, oh, still, I'm sorry, just, but that's the, the description is awesome. It's it is. Great. Well, my on my on on the good side of my family, on my mother's <laughs> no, no, on my mother's side of the family, they lived. One lived to ninety nine. Uh, one great grandparent lived to sure. ninety nine. One lived to you know ninety seven or something. But uh, sure. yeah, my my present my present living grandparents on my mother's side are in their mid to late eighties. They're getting up there. They're they're getting really up there. Getting you know, wobble, head on a slinky, you know, wobble, you know, <laughs> go to go to go to senior citizen Sunday dinners and you know eat cake uh-huh. to cake together. <laughs> and everybody's oh, uh-huh. there's like a couple of puppies in a window. Oh. <sighs> Okay, how does this relate to your diagnosis? Oh, oh I was, so I was swinging, gonna... I'm swinging you back because you haven't said anything oh, oh, to the nice right. people. So I definitely have ADHD. And I am on the very high-functioning end of the spec. Yep. There you go. Yeah, so, I mean, well, actually, one thing I've been doing lately, and uh, um, uh, Micro mentioned this to me when I told him, he said, you're going to walk around saying that's the, that's 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 that right there showing it so mm-hmm. you can see it and i've been doing it a lot lately i'm just like does knowing this change i am i don't yes that, no but it doesn't though i'm still the same dude like that's what i'm thinking is no, I you're should... the same person but it's going to change the way you think oh sure i mean well i mean i'm i mean more understand i did actually get pissed and... off at myself today and i'm like this this is this is it right here i'm fucking doing it there was no one else in the house and i was running around to get out of the house to go pick up maggie from school and i was i was late uh-huh. and i was trying to get the wrangle the dogs to put them in, in a room so they won't tear ass through something while i'm while i'm gone and and i'm like you motherfuckers yeah. need to get the fuck downstairs and stop running away from me and i'm chasing them around and then i'm going in, i'm like oh shit i haven't done my hair yet i can't leave my house the house without my hair done i'm and then I do my hair very quickly, and I started sweating because I had just yeah. recently finished a workout, and I'm one of those people who can't stop sweating after a workout, uh-huh. even after a shower and everything. And I'm sure. like, if I could fucking, I'm in the mirror, I'm combing my hair, I'm like, if I could fucking stop sweating, that would be perfect. But it's not going to happen. You know why? Because it's me. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, one, the talking to myself, and two, talking to my, angrily talking to myself. And Eddie. I love you so much, you know. That <laughs> Why? What, what do you have to say? Because.
because I don't mean to laugh at what you just described. No, I, I wouldn't boy, say it oh if boy. I didn't want you to laugh. <laughs> I've literally told most of my life story on this show for people sure. to laugh yeah, at. Sure, yeah, you have. So. You have. Let me, let me, what I hope happens for you, this is what I hope happens for you, okay? When you hit 50, mm-hmm. you no longer give a shit about how you look when you go out, okay? I, you know, I will still dress for work. If I have something professional to do, if I'm traveling for work, I'm wearing nice clothes. I put some thought into what I'm wearing. If I'm going to Walgreens, or I'm going to the grocery store, or I'm going to go pick something up, the public is lucky if I'm wearing fucking slippers. Because (laughs) I... Just slippers. (laughs) If COVID did anything for me, it was, they don't give a shit. Why do I give a shit? I'm married. I'm, you know, I'm not on the prowl looking to pick up on some babe. I'm a dad. I have a dad body. Why do I care if my hair is messed up or what I'm wearing has an obvious stain in the front? It's like, I don't give a shit. If I could live in pajamas and my bathrobe, I would do it. And since I kind (laughs) of sleep in sweats anyway... Oftentimes, when I have to go pick up, if I go pick up my son from work, slippers, sweatpants, I have like a little, like a a vest thing in case it's cold outside, I put that out, and there have been times where he said, oh, well, mom wants us to stop at a store, and I'm like, okay. I've pumped gas in my house slippers. (laughs) I don't care anymore. Well, no, I'd rather be on time to pick someone up than run through the house, try to get dressed, you know, oh, oh, all well, that other stuff. So this is the thing. The bodily maintenance that I am doing at this point isn't isn't is no longer for how I look for others. It mm-hmm. is it is essentially because I know if there is anyone that knows absolutely yeah. for a certainty what you have to look forward to when you get mm-hmm. older, it's fucking me. And yeah, I know exactly. that if I have if I even have a fighting chance of getting to eighty and I have to exist like that, I want to have a larger amount of muscle. I want I want to have been good in my diet and I want to have not smoked. So it, well, the way that I, the, but the, that horse got out of the barn a while ago. But right. but you still have a chance. The way that I dress, I don't care. I'm wearing I'm wearing a shirt that I actually stole from the Lost and Found at work. <laughs> this is this. They I I had gotten some food on another shirt that I was wearing at work. I had some it was poop. Sure. I'm sorry, not food poop. And I wasn't gonna fucking okay. wear it. So I I looked through and I no. found this shirt and I said, Oh well Ohio Auto Diesel Tech Cleave I'll fucking wear this, I don't care. I'm mm-hmm. and, okay, and I wear it all the time. I wear it all the time now. I am wearing <laughs> a, a mismatched like pair of ripped jeans that are like I, I think that I think mm-hmm. that Eric gave them to me. And I I I mean I, I never thought that I would dress in like most dadish clothes. Like I wear Merrill shoes. Mm-hmm. That's I mean I don't I'm not. I don't care about you know having high end shit. Mm-hmm. When I say I care, you know, the funny it's, thing it's is, mostly my hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't care. Give a shit about my hair anymore. It's my uh, individual. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to cut my hair when I'm done. I'm going to. I'm going to give myself a, a faux hawk. Look, <laughs> you've you've made it to forty. You still have all the color. Um, or most, most of it. Of it any- no. Oh my god. And the you other still day, have- I did my hair another way so that the hair was over my eyebrow and there was these not just one two but like ten, a grouping of 10 gray hairs that strung i'm like oh 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 mm-hmm. no and i was like oh yeah you don't and, look you know, forward to turning what, into though? a silver fox i you know what i'm i was fine with it i i just mm. it, you know what i don't like is what i'm trying to say is i don't like just how much i've been thinking about death and i don't like that I, th- I was like, I, I thought I was like, I thought I was over this like ten years ago when I became an atheist and I stopped caring about being believing in gods or heaven or any of that shit. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna die. Lights are gonna go out. That's it. You shouldn't be scared right. because you're not going to feel anything when you're dead. There are no nerves firing. There is no hope, wish, nothing. And that's. Mm-hmm. I thought I was. Right. I thought we got over this ten years ago. And now here I am, ten years later again, in the same weird cycle I go through. I went through this at ten when I thought the sun was going to explode. I went through this when I was twenty when I thought when I thought nine eleven was going to bring nuclear war or whatever the fuck. Wait. And then, why did you think the sun was going to explode? Because I was just worried about it. Like it, like it oh. I already told this story. <laughs> I know you did, but I... 
It's still funny. I, I was worried when I thought the sun, sun was going to explode. No, when somebody... Because the teacher mentioned it at school. Yeah. And they said one day, four billion years from now, or however long it is, the sun's not going to technically explode. It's going to slowly expand and then go... Oh, a ha- happy day. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, the cycle can't... You know, it's... I, this is my husband. Oh, good. Good night, Jason. Good night, sweetie. Um, no, and then it came again at 32 when when I, I just sort of just came to the conclusion that I didn't believe I was a god anymore. And I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. we should be okay with death now. 30 is a fine age to, to just be like, do your thing. And I was like, I'm going to get all this mm-hmm. shit done. And now I'm, you know, I'm 41 and I'm like, why am I going yeah. to bed nightly worried about dying? What the fuck is that? <laughs> it won't stop. And I'm like, ah, see, that's a part of the... the ADHD, right there. That's a now, part here's of the, the, the ASD. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Yeah. I do it too. It's not part of that. It's just a thing that everyone goes through. Yeah. You know. Um. You know. It's weird. It's something that should give me comfort also conflicts with my fear of death. And here's here's the thing. Are you ready? More than likely, an unfathomable amount of time. In an unfathomable amount of time, the universe will suffer heat death. Mm-hmm. There will be no more energy. It'll just be a blank void, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing existing except maybe and, some black holes. Uh, and eventually, through Hawking ra- radiation, they'll dissipate. Nothing banging into each other. Nothingness, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, looking at that, going, well, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if I could live forever anyway. Because eventually, granted, who knows how many years, the, 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 the universe itself will become uninhabitable. And there will be nothing you can do about it. And you won't be able to survive that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a zero-sum game for everybody. Not just humans. Everybody in the universe. It's a zero-sum game. Eventually, we all go to the same... We all have the same conclusion. Including the universe itself. And I can take some... some cons, uh, you, know, you take solace in that? Know, Solace. I take some solace in that. Wow, I guess no I'm one's Voldemort exempt. then, because I don't want it. <laughs> but there's another part of me that says, hey, no, it could start all over again. You could, you could survive that. There's got to be a way, you know, maybe if we mm-hmm. can find out if there's alternate dimensions, I can slip into a younger universe, and then that'll buy me more time, and then I'll just keep slipping. And it's like, this is ridiculous what you're doing. This is ridiculous. Except the inevitable. You know, the universe doesn't make any promises. And, you know, we're all parts. We're all part of the universe. I didn't ask for this! (laughs) No one did. Not a single person did. But this is what we got. So I try not to think about that. And I try to make sure that what I'm doing right now is the best thing for me and my family and all that other stuff. You know what kind of sucks, though? Mm. You went and had a kid. There is no greater marker of how old you are when you look at your child and go, Jesus, they were just a baby like three seconds ago. Mm -hmm. They were like a little baby no more than three seconds ago. And now she's getting married. Or she just celebrated her 30th birthday. Or the things that are coming up for you. The next big high watermark for you is going to be, she just graduated high school. Mm -hmm. And then in a blink of an eye... She's going to be doing her next thing. And you're going to be like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> this is... It's, it is what it is, dude. Yeah. It is what and it is. Which is why I try to squeeze as much into my day as I possibly can. I try not to waste... Mm-hmm. I try not to waste much of it. I mean, I know that I have time that I need to relax in. And I like that time at the end of the day where... Okay, mm-hmm. so my day... Here's my days, usually. You were talking about your weeks. I'm going to talk about my day. I wake sure. up at around 7.30 a.m. And the first thing I do is I get on that computer and I work on... I'm working on another novel, right? Okay. It's either editing, doing research, or writing extra, or adding... Even if I've added only one paragraph, it doesn't matter. And this is something I've learned about writing. Don't hate yourself for how much you've written. Hate yourself for not trying, right? Mm -hmm. So I give myself... I I have a Podoromo timer. That's a timer that you use the time... You say, you say, I've done this for 45 minutes. We stop for five minutes. Let your brain rest. And I go get myself a snack. I eat. Mm -hmm. I eat. 
I I weigh out <laughs> my food because I'm 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 actually in a, a a cut phase of my diet right now. Um, right, and then I go back to the computer. Okay. I have my, I I oh I always have coffee only in the morning. Right, a full big okay. cup of caffeinated coffee, and it's black and it's delicious and it helps me think. Um, mm-hmm. Right, and then as I'm that's that's going away this decade, dude. I have to stop drinking real coffee. It may not happen. I'm not with drinking you, but it what all happened day. With me, I'm not drinking it all day anymore, with... and that's what I hate. I hate because I used to be able to drink coffee all day and night. <laughs> okay, so it's already started. I, uh, yeah, I <laughs> know. Uh, I'm never gonna get rid of one. I'm gonna. I'm David Lynch, man. No way. I'm drinking it until my heart goes no, nope! and then um, and then I'll be like, this is probably it. <laughs> this is this is probably how where I'm gonna end. So anyway, I, it's I, it's when you get that heart flutter, and you're like, maybe I shouldn't be drinking this. <laughs> <laughs> so I write for three forty-five minute session, and then around ten thirty, I I set it aside, be done, mm-hmm. and then I go downstairs. I pick what show I'm going to watch while I work out. Sure. Right now I'm doing sure. the OA, which the second season is fucking terrible. It was one of those ones on the back yeah. on the back burner where I was like, all right, I'll watch this. And I honestly didn't like the first one all that much. The first season I thought was I thought it was great. okay. Great. Uh, I, I thought it was okay. It was overshadowed by Stranger Things. That's mm-hmm. what happened. Well, anyway, the second season was, is terrible, but I'm just like, just... So, I do my workout. Then, I immediately take a shower, and I, I get ready. I get my lunch ready for work, and I, I get ready for work, and I sit there, and I kind of relax for about 20 minutes. Then I use get in my car. I listen to some music mm-hmm. or a podcast or some, you know, audio mm-hmm. book. Drive to work, and it's about three. You listen to your friend's voice on one of your podcasts. Never you. No. Oh, I don't like listening to you play with somebody else. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no no i i do i do occasionally listen to uh, uh ensign's log um okay so um but i get to work and uh, i'm not smoking anymore so i go inside and i'm just kind of i I'm, i get myself 10 minutes i i have to be there early because i'm i'm a lead aide so i have to make the assignments for everybody i stand there and i make the assignments mm-hmm. and everybody fucking complains about it so it's three o'clock and it's my work day do my work day um, and then I come home at 11, after, okay. at 11.30-ish. Um, and when I get home, I become very, very dim. At some point during the day, I've done, I, like, I've, I've, either, I've either accomplished some amount of reading or some amount of mm-hmm. practicing. Uh, I'm still learning Swedish. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I, I, and then I go and I sit there and I'm like, now is the time for your brain to relax. I'm like, so I can get ready for bed. I take a melatonin, I take a valerian root, because I'm that old. <laughs> And I lay down in the dark next to my husband, uh-huh. and I can't sleep because I'm thinking about what it's going to be like fucking die. Jeez. And I'm like, well, why? I'm, I, what, it's what, just what it's one of those things, is, dude. I'm not, I feel like I'm doing a lot of work, and I'm enjoying the work because that's keeping me from being depressed. And, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like depression is always going to be a part of my life. And it's something that I need to maintain by, you know, exercise and take care of myself and doing the things sure. that I want to do, persevering. But then I'm like, here's the most depressing part of the day. Let's think about what it's going to be like when the lights go out. They say that that moment before you die stretches out a million years. Dude, <laughs> put some earbuds in mm-hmm. and listen to something. Okay. Distract yourself. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> distract Usually, yourself from the on, inevitable heat death of the on, universe uh, i will yes i'll put on a podcast i'll i listen to uh bill hicks album that i've heard a billion times before before he gets to his second joke i'm usually asleep oh yeah and he, even if i don't fall asleep right away you know what's awful i will i think you gave me this method mm, before you said that you used to do sure. lord of the rings because right as, soon as I used to yeah. used to keep the TV on, but the light was was a distraction, so I, I switched right. to just audio stuff. So my thing yeah. for the longest time, uh, when we were just at the recent apartment, was uh, uh, Eric knows that sometimes I can't sleep, and I don't want to keep him awake, tossing and turning. So I'll get up sure. and I'll I would go downstairs and lay on the couch, and inevitably he was okay with it. Before he was just like, no, I I don't like that you don't sleep in bed next to me, and I'm like, no, just yeah. you don't understand. It's not because I don't love you or anything. It's because I can't fucking sleep, <laughs> and I go downstairs and I lay on the couch and my movie it's, it's an awful one Ni- 1984 <laughs> it's the movie that oh and it's not even my it's not even the one that I've seen the most the one that I've seen the most uh, is Terminator but I can't yeah. always watch Terminator so I'll switch to 1984 and as soon as as soon sure. as we get to April the 4th 1984 I'm like 
But lately, I just, I think that the idea of sleeping, like, uh, you know that scene in the Matrix, the second Matrix movie where he's like, I, I don't sleep much because I know that I slept most of my life away. Barely. I, well, there's a scene where the... I, I only saw it once. The head administrator of, of Zion says, I don't sleep much because I think I slept most of my life away. Because he, he was a part of the Matrix and he was freed. Like I feel mm-hmm. like that. Like I feel like no, there isn't there isn't much of this consciousness left and I need to I need to like hold on to it. And yet and you know you know what you, my favorite things in the world is these days? What naps. What is it? Well yeah, naps are great, aren't they? <laughs> aren't they delicious? Yeah. A good nap, no matter oh sitting up, laying down, finding a ray of sunshine and absorbing it like a cat. <laughs> like driving. a crocodile. It's just great. <laughs> Okay, I want to do my day. Right, you ready? Go ahead, go ahead. Just for comparison's sake. I am on the phone okay. all day with people I don't like. No. <laughs> no matter how much sleep I've gotten, whether I went to bed at at, at uh, midnight or if I went to bed at 10, like a good boy, I wake up 15 minutes before 5 o'clock. Oh, God. It doesn't matter what I've done, how much exercise I've gotten, how tired I am, if I'm in a hotel someplace and I just worked a 16-hour 16 16 hour day on my feet and I went to bed at 9 o'clock, I wake up 15 minutes or so before 5. And the very first thing I have to do is negotiate with my legs, if they're feeling good, as to whether or not how much pain I'm going to be in when I stand up because I have to go to the bathroom. Have to. I have to go. Do you? Do you? Room. You should get a prescription no for lidocaine, Jason. No, I'm not doing. Why not? That. Um, it's absolutely. Oh my God! You want to? You want to fall in love like with something drugs. that's not crack or her- or heroin? Yeah, I don't. Lidocaine no. on a painful joint is so. I'm awesome. one of those people that's like, you guys just deal with it. No, just deal no, with it. No, you're suffering and so you're causing I get up, yourself suffering unneedlessly. I get up. I have a massive dump. You should be glad. Or, or oh least, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. At around 9:45, after about about half a cup of coffee, I take a giant shit uh-huh. every morning. Yeah, I used to be like that too, yeah. where I was constipated until I got coffee. But you know, I've cut my. No, it's not because constipation. To... It's just co- it's just what mm-hmm. it's just what signals the brain. This is the time mm-hmm. when you unload, empty your butt. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then I'll patter to the kitchen and make my quarter calf, my single cup of caffeinated anything it's you know one scoop leveled off of caffeinated coffee and four scoops of decaffeinated coffee and i'm working to get rid of that quarter that quarter so i'm completely off caffeine i start making my coffee i come to my desk which is also my workstation which is where i also produce all of these podcasts excuse me i will sit down and either edit a podcast or See if YouTube has gotten any worse. No, I have some channels. I that don't even watch you. You are you. I'm out of the. I'm out of the old circles, man. I listen to crime podcasts. I listen to. Mm-hmm. I listen to true, mostly true crime, but I also listen to creepy Reddit reading posts and Reddit reading stuff. And and uh, um, for skeptics, I I love the Illuminati. <coughs> She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many new channels. If you just go to that suggestions box. And pick a video that's outside of what you, your normal purview. The algorithm will mm-hmm. give you so much new shit. I'm trying to not spend most of my time watching other people's content. I want to concentrate on creating my own. Because that's my outlet. That's what I like to do. Okay. Um, so I'll work on a podcast. You know, start work around 8.30. Get up on occasion to pee and make myself some lunch and fuck around with the dogs and um then at five o'clock i'm off work i'll work on a podcast a little bit um and uh, my wife will call because she has an hour and a half commute and um when she gets off work and then we talk on the phone until she gets home Aww, and then i usually so yeah and then we i usually have a honeydew to get home when she gets home a honeydew as in which a is usually no, honeydew. You know what a honeydew list is? Oh, honeydew. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I think right. honey mm-hmm. honeydew. There's actually a, a coffee chain out here <laughs> in New England called Honeydew Donuts. Oh, okay. And I was I was like, I is he talking that. about the melon? Or it's it's a New England no. chain. It's a small New England chain, and they're they're terrible. Mm. It's no good. Which means going out to the grocery store, bringing home stuff to make for dinner, making dinner, eating dinner, 
and then um, you know maybe I'll watch a movie. You know, mm-hmm. if it's late, you know, late-ish, I'll fall asleep in my chair at some point, <laughs> and then go to bed, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's that's my whole. That's my typical. That's my typical day, right? And you know, you know what else? I don't have too many yeah. too many cases of anxiety yeah. or anything like that. And if I do, I immediately distract myself. So here, here's something that has also been occurring to me a lot, and because it's also a theme that I use in a lot of my stories, you don't have a choice. Huh? Not in, not in anything that you have. No, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll correct that for the true determinist. You do have a choice, but it's only between like two things: do hmm. or do not. And whichever you, you want Yoda. to do more is the thing that you do. Mm-hmm. So technically, right. because the choices are narrowed, you really don't have a choice. No, not really. No. You're also kind of locked into a program in your mind that is you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, by the time you reach your 50s, you're going to start going through some neurological changes, regardless of whether you're completely healthy or not. Fuck you. Right? <laughs> it happens. It just happens. You know, I know for a fact that I am not the same, even though consciously I think I'm the same person that I was when I was 25. But if I met the person that I was at 25, I'd probably punch him in the mush because we're not the same person anymore. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, the amount of experience and the other things that I've added into my brain and the other way, ways that I deal or handle situations has changed. A lot of my stuff has mellowed. I don't get as angry anymore. A lot of that really changed. In I would my say forwards. I'm definitely less angry than I used to, and I'm less scared. I'm le- I, I'm mm-hmm. less scared to think about these things than I was, say, you know, 15 years ago. I'm definitely mm-hmm. perfectly fine with having thoughts occur to my to me that just are like things that are like the idea, the the full idea. If you if you just do a quick Wikipedia rundown of determinism, is a scary mm-hmm. fucking idea. But I think about it a lot, mm-hmm. and I, I'm just like, oh well, like what? whatever. <laughs> this is not really much that I can do. <laughs> mm-hmm. What am I gonna do? Not make I mean, choices? I'm gonna hold my yeah. breath and die right here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't change this, <laughs> there was a great Radio Lab. Mm-hmm about how the brain makes a decision, mm-hmm. right? And they used the, the train track question. Mm-hmm. They connected people up to monitor their, the, which parts of the brain were lighting up when they asked the train track question, do you pull a lever to kill one person or do you do nothing and kill five people, right? Mm-hmm. Or, and there was an, an additional question, you're standing on this, this bridge overlooking the train tracks, and the question was, do you, there's a guy standing next to you, do you push him onto the tracks? Oh, Jesus. To stop the car completely. Well, why would that, first and of when all, they why would asked, that stop the car? <laughs> well, it's just, it's, it's a dumb question. I know. But, I mean, they say, but there's a very large man next to you who you could push onto the tracks, it will stop the car, and then no one will die. And when they asked this question of the, of the litigants, their brains exploded. The left hemisphere and the right hemisphere were arguing back and forth, and and they could see the conflict inside people's heads because they were trying to make a logical, you know, decision while it was fighting their emotional response. No, and a repulsion I think my to, answer would always be the same. Just because, mm-hmm. what about What's your that? presence changes the fact that this was going to happen? Simply because you mm-hmm. are there does not mean you have to make a decision. You don't have to anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because once you push him, yeah, you're you accountable. You don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. You are right. The question, though, is for the most part, what would you do? What would you do? Push him. No. <laughs> do nothing is one of and do nothing is one of the options. As he tumbles down onto the tracks and and because here's the yeah. thing, the do nothing option still kills somebody. Yes, but you're not making the decision to kill anybody. It's not your fault that the you're train making is the going decision to not to. You're making a decision not to act. You're still making a decision. You didn't put the train on the tracks. You no, did not build the train. You didn't. You did not. So you know no. who would ultimately be accountable if they existed. God. Hmm. Yeah, but that's not a part of the that's not part of the equation. Okay. So since you are in, a singular is, being, yeah, I would not. Mm-hmm. I would not. I'd be like, if it if it's pushing somebody, no, I wouldn't do it. If it's mm-hmm. if it's pulling the lever, since there's distance, yeah, I might be inclined to pull the lever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's those it's those really unethical um, psychological tests they did in Stanford, mm-hmm. right? They had someone 
who um, was at the, in a walled off room. Oh, the zapper and, and the zappy. Guy and yeah. The zapper and the zappy. And if they couldn't see them, they would zap them for longer. It wasn't 100% across the board. Some people stopped very quickly when they realized what they were doing. But some people went through the entire thing they were like, <laughs> because they could never see them. But if they could see the guy... They could hear them. Though, and they told him, they told him, oh yeah, they could hear him. That was the whole thing. They had to hear that someone was in pain when they pressed that button. It was all fake, but they had to hear that. But when they could see the guy... And they, they told him, oh, don't worry, he can't see you. This is two-way glass. Mm-hmm. They, stopped, they stopped sooner. They stopped sooner. Um, so it's kind of like our brains are, I, I would like to think, that our brains are this marvelous, wonderful creation that allows us free thought. We can make decisions and logical and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But there's, there's a component about when you make a final decision that you are that is completely out of your control mm-hmm. and the illusion is you think it is but it's your brain going this and you sometimes you make you sometimes you just do things without any thought at all mm-hmm. oh that's my your brain just that does is it. my most hated thing especially especially knowing that i have idea knowing that i have it mm-hmm. is that i will be driving right and i'll be like i'm just gonna look yep. over change the song Mm -hmm. that's it because you just have to swipe that's it and then Mm -hmm. knowing 15 seconds later that i didn't like the song so i flipped through eight songs and then i look up and i'm like i'm still on the road but i could have barely very easily hit a a kid on a bike sure right sure you could right and but Mm -hmm. the thing is that's so i don't think that that's just specifically people who have adhd but (coughs) no it scares me more (coughs) Mm -hmm. it's the eating a box of cookies (coughs) thing Mm. George, Carl- George Carlin has this joke where he asked his audience, have you ever just eaten a whole fucking box of cookies while staring at the clock on the oven, in the oven and while, while in your kitchen? Mm-hmm. There is no <coughs> thought process. I've done it. I've blankly eaten. I've been broken down to put food in body. And that isn't even a, a, like a thought in your head. You're just standing there shoveling food into your mouth mm-hmm. like you're on autopilot. You're not. Your brain but, is oh, telling geez, you to do that. Oh, jeez, aren't those cookies good? <laughs> my favorite, you know, my favorite type that of cookie. That isn't even, that isn't even, yeah, I think that, I think that you and I discussed this, and I was like, I don't have a favorite. No, I do have a favorite. And I could, right. if I could, and I wasn't, and I didn't have an, such an aversion to eating too much, because I, I do allow myself to eat, to eat these things. I would eat a whole ream, a whole, a whole container of Oreos. I fucking love I Oreos. I can you can dip them in coffee. You can dip them in milk. You can eat them plain, and I can just I could just sit there and eat a whole fucking thing of Ore- Hydrox too. Oh oh my yeah. god, fucking ah. Oreo cook. You know what? They're vegan too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I realized it one day when I was like, so there there's this uh there's this resident that we had. He's vegan, and uh, the kitchen kept messing up his food. They could not, they could not get his fucking food right. And I was like, I was mm-hmm. like, look, I'm gonna try and find you anything I can, so to make sure that you get what you're supposed to have, because they're supposed to get you like veggie burgers and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. go, I go to the kitchen in there, and for snacks, they they either have, they usually have sample bags, size bags of nuts, or sometimes Cheez-Its, sometimes just mm. sugar-free, plain, great value cookies, but they have Oreos. And I was like, oh, those are fucking vegan! And he does it for religious reasons, <laughs> tell you the truth. He, he's like this particular type of Christian scientist that is, he's like, no, 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 mm-hmm. Jehovah doesn't want you to eat this. I'm like, whatever, fuck it. So I get him a whole thing of Oreos and he's like, do you like these? And I started eating them and I'm like, you know what? This, this has always been my favorite cookie. That and soft baked chocolate underbaked chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. so that there's still a little bit okay. of chance of getting salmonella but fuck yeah I've, i have uh, you know what jason here's a disgusting concoction <laughs> that'll, that'll give you a heart attack thinking about it oh good i can't right? wait i used to take i used to take toll house cookie dough like the kind the kind you cut up in the squares it's already pre-mixed sure and i would i would put yeah. the dots on the tray put an oreo cookie on top of it and then put and then put a Toll House cookie on another one on top of that. So when it baked inside was an Oreo cookie, 
and it because of the way that it's shielded, the Oreo cookie doesn't get burned or cooked anymore. It just sort of gets warm oh, good. on the inside. <laughs> what a little little cookie miracle that is. This is great. Don't tell me you don't tell me You're gonna live forever. <laughs> All these assholes, I'm I'm sorry, I shouldn't call them assholes. All these people that I'm taking care of now that are living forever, that's what they eat. You know what they do? I put the plate in front Mm. of them. Well, no, no dementia. They're just there for a broken foot or whatever. I put the plate in sure. front of them, and I and it's got uh you know a uh, like we just we just it's got a protein, it's got a protein, a starch, a starch a and vegetable. You know what they eat first? Mm. The fucking dessert. The Jello. Yeah, yeah. Jello or cookies yeah, or soft baked cookies or they they always go for the pudding. They and then they're like maybe I'll take a bite of the hot dog. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because there's nutrition in that hot dog. Oh, there is. Um, <laughs> why? Fuck it. If that's what they want to eat, fuck them. That's right. Just yeah. give them a tub of ice cream. <laughs> oh my. I have a patient that I regularly do that with. And I not do, like a tub I, you I, get Jason, out of the grocery I regularly store. Do One shit. of those barrels you get at Baskin Robbins. <laughs> the bucket. A tub. The Yeah, it's a tub. You know what? It's a huge my tub. Favorite, but, yeah. My favorite work lunch container right now I uh, was... Um, my my brother was washing out. He saves he saves jars to use as glasses, and he saves because sure. well he no, but he just does that. He, but he also saves containers that are reusable. And he uh-huh. he and my dad bought this. It was a tub, a three gallon tub of Neapolitan ice cream, and oh and it has God. a handle on it. And I use it. Yes, of course, because <laughs> the people it. who are buying it need a handle. <laughs> to go I wherever. can't carry this all the way. <laughs> It's freezing my giant titties <laughs> off. I've got to, I've, <laughs> I can't hold it to my chest. My stubby fingers don't have grip anymore. So I use the empty container for my salads and and you know my my tuna salads or whatever. And uh, I I eat a lot sure. of canned salmon now, which is uh, mm-hmm. less mercury, but I I'm gonna eat that. But anyway, that's what I use. But it's it's a three gallon. T- <laughs> Well, anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, I regularly do shit like that for people that I I absolutely mm-hmm. I, I, I I shouldn't like it's shit that it's shit that you know there. So mm-hmm. here's something that I that I used to do that I I I would not. I mean, this is as as you get older, you learn you don't do that anymore. And I I don't. I used to, people would be like, I don't have this here, and I need this particular type of thing, and I've got a wallet full of money. It's just a wallet stuffed with ones. <laughs> And they, they're, they're, you know, this is in the long term. They're like, can you take that and go to, I'll write down how much money I gave you. So I won't tell anybody that you stole from me or anything. Just go to Walmart on your break and get this and, and buy me some KY jelly and a cherry magazine. <laughs> and I, Jason, you laugh, you laugh. I love it. <laughs> there was there this, this one particular person. A long time ago, <sighs> that he was like, he was like, uh-huh. here's a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> it was a hundred. It was an old one, an old hundred dollar bill with oh, the yeah. old picture and no, no, without the water print or anything on it. And he goes, he someone's, wants someone's gonna think I want it's you to buy me. I want you to buy me this, and it it included <laughs> KY jelly and and uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, a few cherry magazines and. Uh, and uh, he, he's like, get me some good razors. If he wanted four-bladed razors, they only get you du- double-bladed Bix. And I chop up the guy's face trying to help him to shave. <laughs> and I, I did it. I went to the store and I went. And this is a, even mm-hmm. if you're buying it for them, it is considered a misappropriation of funds. Right? Glad I don't work at this place anymore and I could be lying. Mm-hmm. I could be lying. But anyway, um, so I go there and I buy all this stuff. And I bring it back, and he just shuts the... He, he, you can't slam a curtain, but he slammed the curtain. He's like, thanks, kid! And I give him his change and everything. I'm like, all right, fine. And I leave him alone for a little yeah, while. And then he, he's just doing his thing. He's just doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I also got him I'd some depends it. that weren't made of cardboard. Like, like oh, good. You know, and he was like, I want you to get me some desitin because this cream that you guys have here doesn't protect my butt against my incontinent urine. And... <laughs> And he popped like, a Viagra, and then, and then an, an hour later for dinner, he was just like, I'm just about the happiest man on earth. Like, <laughs> sits there and sits there and eats his entire meal. I'd he's got like, his feet up on Atticus. the table. He's watching, he's watching old Catherine Halfburn movies. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, Atticus, here's what I want. Here's $200. Here's what I want. I want you to stop at several places. I need 
a length of pipe that can fit an avocado, not a ripe avocado, one of them hard ones. And then I need a plunger, you know, one that will fit the length of pipe. Then I need Wee Magazine. I don't think they publish it anymore, but you could probably find it at a vintage store. Try to find the May, the May edition from 1981. Next, I want a Barbie doll. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm going to close the curtains when you bring all that back. And when you see the handle poke out from the curtain. This is the future of of one of my former friends. And I'll I'll tell you about him in a minute. Yeah. But where is this going? What? I want to launch avocados like a a potato launcher and and across the yard. Right up, right up my butt. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to make yourself a potato gun that shoots avocados up your ass. (laughs) That's right. Have you ever used a potato gun? Oh, my God. Oh, it's so much fun. And the reason that it's an arrestable offense to own one of these, because you can kill a person with one, right? Sure. So you take take a length of PVC pipe that's probably, I'll say probably six feet or two meters for our European Mm -hmm. friends here. And uh, what you need to get is a larger piece of of PVC pipe that is uh, um, is enough enough that there is a, you can have a chamber that has the gas and air mixture that's perfect, right? And you put those two pieces mm-hmm. together where you you melt them together or you or you you know use metal and weld them together or whatever so that the the pipe goes into the little chamber and what you need is a flint a flint switch from a, an old lighter it's it's the kind you use to spin not flick and you you put mm-hmm. that you get that inside of there so or or you can get from a lighter one that goes like that and has an has an actual uh uh you know electrical charge that goes through like a nine volt battery you put that mm-hmm. in there so it's inside sealed inside the chamber and you do need to seal that perfectly otherwise it'll explode in your face so uh once you have this stuff in there they the the, the larger end you can un- you need to make sure that you can unscrew it so or or you mm-hmm. have a an opening where you spray in something like hairspray you stuff the potato right. into the end so you compress the oxygen and the, the hairspray or gasoline or whatever you're using and you, you pop the flint lock mm-hmm. it goes it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, boom, like a, I don't know how to explain it, but it can launch. A, okay. I, I, I can't, I can barely hear you. Why are you? Um, because I flipped up my microphone. Oh, why'd you do that? No reason. Continue with your you story. You did it so that we Couldn't wouldn't get in trouble. Tell me how to kill people with a potato. It will go through, it will go through several, several layers of wood. It is a powerful machine, a device. I'm going to make one you right were, now. You were doing that so that there's this plausible deniability in how to make this. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what... It's, it's a good thing my directions are horrible, so it doesn't matter. I want to make a potato cannon. <laughs> that it is, no, it is a I potato could. cannon. It is It is like... Sure. You know. the world. I think it's time, it's time for us to stop. We depressed them and we grossed them out. We did our jobs. No, no, no. Right, so I had this... Lots wait, wait, of people wait. are not going to be so able to I sleep tonight. So I had this tonight. friend. Um, who used to okay. own a an ancient Bronco, ancient for the ninth, and uh, the entirety of the truck he glued Barbie dolls to it. Why? I don't know. Probably because he was gay, but I don't know. <laughs> 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 but he did that. He super he super glued and hot glued them so that when he drove around, they were like, "Oh, it's the Barbie truck." So the hair's waving <laughs> like grass. Yeah. Right. And everyone's looking at the Barbie truck. And he would fuck dudes in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Was he gay? Oh, yeah, he was gay. There were there were many many okay. used condoms in the back of this truck. God, come on, dude. That's <laughs> yeah, I pick I picked one up and I was like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Don't touch it." I'm like, "Well, why are you keeping it? Who keeps their cum in the back of their car?" If you're if you're grown up enough to use one, be grown up enough to throw it away, right? Mm. I mean, Jesus Christ! I don't know what's grosser when you're walking down a city street—a used condom or human shit. <laughs> Okay, how about a human shit. shit with a used condom inside of it? No. Uh, <laughs> no. All right, it's time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye to now because it's time to say goodbye. Pleasant dreams, everybody. I hope we gave you a lot to think about. <laughs> don't ever make a potato gun. Jesus. That's why this is please explicit don't. content. Yes, please don't make it. Yeah, don't try. You'll blow yourself up. You know, you have a PVC pipe sticking out of your head. And that's embarrassing, and you won't be able to wear hats no Jason, more. So don't Jason, do it. Jason, calling you because you're going to jail. <laughs> no, you're not. Let, let me finish this. If I was any relationship to the instructions on how to create a potato-themed firearm. 
Please do not attempt to do this. I love that it's a potato-themed firearm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. I, I love you and good night. All right. I or love. Goodbye. I'm a, I. I. Bye. Uh, me too. Bye, everybody. The Lemmy Finish podcast is a Lemmy Listen podcast production with Atticus Blake and Jason Harding, with music by Kevin McLeod, produced by Jason Harding. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at our website at www.letmelistenpodcasts.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and iTunes. Please like and leave a review. And thank you for listening.